what's going on? This is Louis Angel right here with AE Mod, and I have an incredible guest with us today. His name is Nicolas Marino. Nicholas Marino. What's up? From Florida. What's going on, man? Hey, man. How are you? Why is I'm your good. bathroom door open? <laughs> oh, I like to have the light from my bathroom because the lighting in my room is very um, dark. So I just have a light turned on in the bathroom to give it that that extra lighting. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get, hey, man, it's, it's, it's actor life. Yeah, exactly. Always be lighting. Yep. Always be. No, always be lit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that. Always but, be lit. But definitely lighting the light so guys this is awesome because i we actually tried to do this interview a few years ago and for whatever yeah. reason we're having technical difficulties but it was a fire interview um i wish i still had the footage but i don't uh so we're gonna be redoing it and it's all right man it's take two nick knows all about you know multiple takes he's an actor he this is what he wants to do this is his passion and uh yeah let's jump right in man so talk to me about like, why is this your passion? Why do you want to follow this for, you know, for a career choice? Why do you want to be an actor? Well, my friend, I love stories. I love stories. I want to be a storyteller. Hmm. I, I've watched movies when I was growing up. Um, lots you of them. You did too? Yeah, man. <laughs> and, like, for me, it was just, like, like, at night, I'd watch a movie with my mom and my dad and it was just really cool um, because movies have such a great way to really affect you, um, inspire you. Not just movies, but just any like stories in general. Just anytime you, if you watch a TV show or, or a play, um, any, any kind of storytelling, even public speakers when they, when they tell stories and stuff, yeah. it's just stories put you in a trance and I feel like for me personally, um, like I love that. I, I love the idea of watching something like that. Um, there's great art in that. And um, for me, it's like the more I've done, like when I first started doing acting, it wasn't super clear what I wanted, that that's what I wanted to do. Um, it was kind of like <clears throat> in high school, I got involved with theater and I liked the idea of like the attention that I got and it was more. It was more of like significance in high school. Um, but it wasn't like. Didn't you get kind of pushed into it, or was it something that you wanted to try out yourself? It was a little bit of both. I um, I had uh, my my English teacher. She's the one that that told me to join theater, and I went and I was curious and I went to one of the rehearsals and then everyone there was just so friendly and they just let me like go in and like do some lines and then they cast me in a show. And then I was in my first show, and then I stayed, and I did it the, the rest of three years of school. Yeah. And, like, after that, I went to college, and I was undecided at first because I wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to do. But then I was like, no, screw it. I'm going to fucking do it. And then, um, I went, and, yeah, now it's like, the, now it's like I'm at, I feel, I feel a lot more, like, like clear on and, and kind of set on what, what I want to do now. And that's like 100% acting. Now, um, you quickly brushed through your high school days. But, man, for those of you watching or even listening, he was a badass actor in school, in high school. He won, like, awards. He went to these competition, uh, you know, 
I don't know what you call them, demonstrations or showings. And you ended up coming home with some medals and trophies. Uh, actually, I think you have a trophy right there. I told you to to to, to bring it. Yeah, just wanted to bring it up. just wanted to show a trophy. I don't want. I mean, you just want to do <laughs> this, this guy being humble. <laughs> there it is. Look at this. What can you raise it up just a little bit? Best actor, 2012, 2013, District Eight. Uh, what was this one for? What did you win this trophy? Um, well, this was in. Um, we did. Uh, we did a, a play. We took to um, this uh, competition festival thing mm -hmm. that all these high schools do, and basically, it's called. It's like districts, and um, all the high schools in a district of the state go, and ours was District Eight. So we had all these plays come in. Um, there were like 20-something plays. And then our play was there, and we performed. That was our second time going, too. I went last year. We didn't, we didn't win anything. But um, this, this year, we, that year when we went, it was so random, too, uh, because like we just performed it. And then we sat down, and then they were announcing all the plays that uh, were going to go to states, like the ones they were announcing all the winners that were going to go to states, and the ones that – like what each – play one as far as like the award and stuff and only four plays are chosen to go to states and like six get like a superior rating uh -huh. out of the different ratings so our play got a superior and then our play got four, uh, like one it was one of the four selected to go to states wow. um and before announcing all those they announced my name as best actor and i was just like what the hell <laughs> and everyone was like freaking out and they were like we we definitely went to. We're, we're definitely going to states, yeah. and then we won the same thing for states, which is cool. Damn! See, so I'm saying <clears> this guy just trying to brush it off like it's nothing major. Man, over here, winning best actor, going, getting the superior rating uh, for the play. That's that's phenomenal, man. Congrats on that. Um, and like you said, it was kind of like you're just trying to. You got in it because you were kind of pushed, and also because you were a little intrigued by the idea of going. And then you ended yeah. up working your butt off. Um, and getting best actors, so that's awesome. And now again, you're doing it at UCF, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, University Central Florida. I think yeah, my, my memory it. serves me right. There you go. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. My my little sister gets so mad when I do this now. She's like, "Come on, bro, that's like over." <laughs> She's in high school. She's like, "No one's doing that anymore." Like, I'm he trying to keep still, it alive. People are still doing that all the time. Us, like us, you know. Um, I'm probably going to edit that whole little clip out. <laughs> uh, so you're, uh, you're still in, in acting right now. What are, like, what are some of the, let's talk about some of the challenges. What's some of the challenges when you were in high school and even in college um, as an actor, like going into this field right here? What are some of the challenges that you, that you have faced? Um, hmm. Is it like memorizing lines? Is it maybe... Uh, you know, working well with the other fellow actors and actresses, like what are some of the biggest hurdles that have been imposed upon you? I think that you're always, I mean, like, hmm, hmm. <laughs> the deep it's, questions. It's deep. I, like, the, the challenges when it comes to acting, um, memorizing lines is only like a fraction. Yeah. It's not, it's just the surface of what you really do as an actor. Um, Talk about it, man. Spill it. 
Well, I guess with challenges, I guess like whenever you're starting anything, whenever you're doing any kind of project, any any new like show or anything like that, uh, how you're going to approach it might not be the same as you approach your last show either. Um, like it's um, you're going to be you're going to be with people. You're going to be with other actors who are also you know, they have their own methods, their own training and stuff like that. And it's not, it's not a matter of like your method, like there, there should never be like, like one person, like telling other people how to act or how to do anything like that. Yeah. It's like, it's like a coming together and a collaboration. Right. Um, and it's about having like the right chemistry, right? Between all the actors. Sometimes you might not always have the right chemistry. Mm. Uh, it's about kind of, you know, coming to the table, like, there's this whole attitude thing with acting. Um, there's a, there's a kind of like a phrase that we like to use, which is not for, yeah, it's, I guess it's like a phrase. It's like, you want to leave all your drama out the door, not in the theater. So you, when you come to the theater, it's kind of like you wipe your feet hmm. on the mat and then you enter. Um, it's, it's about no matter what, like you're, when you come to rehearsal, it's like when you're, you're coming to work and it's yeah. like, it's all professional. It's like you're not bringing in any personal thing or anything like that. And you should never take anything too personal. And I think the one thing that that does kind of suck sometimes is that when you work with people that take things a little too personal and it's kind of difficult to communicate how you feel about something or how you want to talk about something because they might take it too personal. They, it's just how they how they take it. It's like it's like it's not personal and it's just business. It's just you know, I, as an actor, like I'm having an issue connecting with this other person. I want to tell them like, Hey, like, I'm not sure what you're trying to uh, do in that, in that scene. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not getting that. And sometimes they might take that to heart. Right. And it's not, it's not that at all. So they might think you're probably like dissing them for their skills or whatnot. And it's not, you know, nothing like that. It's like, you just trying to make the overall performance better by communicating and letting them know like, Hey, no, this is what's yeah, going yeah, on. yeah. Like it's just, um, I'm not saying that, like, and and it can happen. Um, you're in, you're in, you're yeah, exactly. Like it's like it's like your intention is uh, to help out with the piece, and like that's what you want to do. And there's a lot of there's a lot of actors that are like professional and stuff. Um, but I'm just saying that there are it's there. That's definitely something that you come across um, when you're working with some people. You'll work with some people that just are um maybe they just don't know how to take a note sometimes you'll work with people that love to tell they love to just tell everybody how to work or they're mm -hmm. the ones on they're the ones on set that are just like like hey man like i'm gonna teach you how to act and like this is how you're supposed to act yeah. or whatever. and then you'll have people that are very open-minded very curious and that's those are the best in my opinion like that's the, that's how you should always come in. Like you, sh anytime you work on any show, like you should always be open-minded. Like mm -hmm. you don't know anything, and you should just come in with that that kind of attitude where it's like you're there to learn, you're there to be open to every all the things that everyone says, yeah. not mm -hmm. taking anything personal, and you come in with an attitude, a positive attitude, and just work. And like, um, it's tiring. Everyone's tired. Everyone like you don't want to be there complaining. You want to be the guy that, that's there complaining. Um, you're just there to work, you put it in, all that stuff. And like, yeah, exactly. Like 
that's one that's one kind of thing. I guess you could call it like a challenge because yeah. it can be challenging when you do end up working with some people that make it kind of difficult. Um, but it's just a matter of you shining your own character mm-hmm. and you just keep being you and not allowing that kind of energy to bring down, you know, who your you own are. performance. Yeah, exactly. who you are in your own performance. Yeah. yeah, and then, so you're always striving to be better. Actually, that's how we met. We met at a huge personal development uh, event uh, at these Tony Robbins types of events, you know, the, the youth leadership, and then we've done other similar programs, uh, UPW Unleashed the Power Within. And we're just, you know, we're, we're in this field of, of personal growth and always trying to get better. And yeah. I know that for you, like in this field of acting, not only do you go to the classes, you went through it all high school and, and, and now in college, but you also, uh, I think the past two summers or uh, something like that, you went to another program where you, like separate from school, where you're just like, I want to grow and get, get to a whole nother level of, you know, my skill sets in acting. And this is what's going to, you know, take me to that level. So talk to me about that experience. What was the program about and what were your takeaways from that program? Okay, so what Luis Angel here is talking about is uh, this summer camp um, in Oregon that I went to. Um, the first, so this this whole summer camp is like a four-week program it's split up into uh, two parts, and it, it's it's about the Meisner technique of acting, and it's taught by a man named Larry Silverberg, and he is one of like the foremost authorities on um, on Meisner, like he's very well known. He was trained by Sanford Meisner. He did. He was at the neighborhood playhouse, just like Sanford Meisner was, um, and he learned directly from him. And now he he teaches it. Um, so this program is amazing. And the first part I like, um, I went last year, and then the second part I did, uh, I just finished this year, and I just got like my certificate hanging up on the wall right there. Um, and that was kind of like a thing I found out um, from a professor. She kind of was telling me about it. Um, and I like looked into it. I called and they like sold me on it. So I was like, I'm going to do it. So I like saved up my money and I worked really hard. I worked like two jobs. I was like donating plasma. I and remember I, that. <laughs> yeah. I worked at a car dealership during the summer and it was just like work, work, work until I got the money to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an expensive event. <laughs> It's like, like three grand for just one part. And then like the whole thing together is like seven grand or something wow. crazy. Um, but it's worth it, 100% worth it. Um, and it was like two weeks. Um, so it's four weeks total. So I, it's two weeks it, like each year, I guess. Um, and you're in Oregon. There's like 20 other people with you they're all like different areas of like like they're all different parts like there's people that are like teachers directors uh, actors that are like your age mm-hmm. um and you just like work with everybody and this past this past summer though at the event um I, my uh my professor was there one of my professors from my from my university was there from UCF yeah it was so random she was you didn't know that she no, was gonna I be there? no idea i i got there and i checked the the paper to see who was coming this year mm-hmm. and i saw her face and i was just like no way uh, it was absolutely crazy yeah so i got she, to, so was she like a trainer or a speaker or like no, she's, she's she she teaches at at ucf no i know but for this event she, no she was she was a student 
just oh, like she was I, a student. Oh, yeah, she was doing it just like I was. Cool. Except she was coming in from the first part, um, oh, I see. and I had just I just did a gap year, so I came back. So she was just completing the first part and going into the next third week, and I was coming in. Um, yeah. And it was cool. Like uh, so, it's all of us, all these students, and we're learning from this guy and taking, you know, we're just like learning the Meisner technique. Um, and uh, I, a lot of strategies I learned there, I'm applying with my acting, and I have my own. Like I like that that program. It, it, it was cool too because after I did the first part, I was getting uh, certain comments from some of my friends who were telling me that I, I, I seemed a lot more like serious or I seemed a lot more professional or I seemed a lot more like like connected with the work. Like I feel like like I was taking it a lot more like seriously, right. and they liked that because um, it was after that program that I started like correcting all of my old ha bad habits that I used to have with like being late a lot. Uh, tardiness was like a huge thing for me. Like I was always late, um, and I, I like I've changed that now. Yeah. Um, and I feel like my perspective on acting has also changed because of that program. Because uh, I got to work with people who uh, were doing that. You know, they were doing it in other areas, and I got to it. It 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 really like helps with your perspective, and it helps you realize. You know, this how you know it's like. You're working with other people, um, you're, and it's like it almost um, it makes you just want to take the work even more seriously. I guess it makes you just more. It makes you it makes you realize like how this work is um, like. How do I put this in words? Oh, it's like it's like you you as a public or like let's say you're you're a, like so a memory coach. You go yeah, and yeah. you hang out with all these memory masters. Or let's say you are um, an entrepreneur and you go to an entrepreneur seminar and you meet all these entrepreneurs. It's a sim similar thing. It's like you're in the environment, the proximity, um, and it just makes you like it, – it, it just juices yeah. me up. It yeah, makes definitely. Me, like, it's like yeah. for me – yeah, like you're saying, for me as a memory athlete, I'm out here. I train mainly – oh, yeah, it's like by myself. I'm out here in my room or – you know, in my office, and I'm training, memorizing cards, memorizing numbers. Sometimes now I've I've started doing like YouTube live streams where I kind of have people, you know, on the other side, but they're mainly just watching me memorize stuff. Um, but when I go to a competition and I'm seeing the top level memory athletes, as they call us, uh, you know, competing against them, and the majority of them are better than I am. It's like me, you know, a high school kid trying to play basketball against Michael Jordan. And I'm just like, man, I need to get better. I need to get to their level. Um, maybe in a few events, I might be better than them at, you know. But overall, they're at a much higher level than I am. And, and it does. It encourages you to to uh, take this much more seriously. Yeah. And it, uh, it, I think it, it, it has, every time I go to one of these competitions, like taking my adrenaline shot of, of like passion for this sport because I see them so committed to their own craft that I'm like, dude, I got to step up my game, right? And I'm pretty sure that was like the same for you when you were around these people that were hungry, just as hungry, even hungrier than you were to get better at this skill set of acting, right? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Bam. Bam. <laughs> acting. <laughs> acting. Acting. Uh, yeah. So, so you went there. You learned a lot. You learned a lot from the other people, from the you know, from the professor. And you came back. You saw a huge improvement in your own skills. Now, how has 
you know, uh, have you done plays since coming coming back from that, like actual performances in front of? Uh, uh, yeah, I did. I th- I didn't I didn't do too, like I didn't do any like I I did a show, mm-hmm. um, at my school. It wasn't with um, like UCF theater UCF the main theater UCF. It was like a, a side project. Yeah. Um, it was a guerrilla Shakespeare project, which is Shakespeare outdoors. Um, and I got cast in Much Ado About Nothing, and that was a lot of fun. And we performed that outside. And I, yeah, that was like, I guess that was like the first. I well, before that, I did like a ten-minute play, which was that was that was my first real performance, my ten-minute. Um, I was auditioning for a lot of stuff too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that ten-minute was cool, and then I did uh, the Shakespeare, Shakespeare play. And during these plays, you have to do your own monologues, right? Or on a few of them, maybe not all of them. You have to like get up and have like your own lines memorized. Uh, do you have one that you've done in the past, like still in your kind of fresh in your mind that you can kind of spit out? Um, yeah. Maybe not the whole thing or just a, a portion of it. Or if you want to do the whole thing, you can right now. Uh, do you mind doing one of those for us? So we can per- see your skills. We want to see your skills. You right? from, I'll yeah, I, we need you to act. For me, they always say, hey, I'm a memory guy. I go around, I do memory stuff. Now memorize. Like they put me on the spot. They give me like a thousand digit number. Uh, so I'm putting you on the spot. You, if you're okay. up for it, man. Let me just like think of one. From high school, from just recent college. You got it? Yeah. Right. All right. Whenever you're ready. Go. <laughs> oh, if you can give us the like the frame around it, like where is this play from? Who are you playing? And then if you can I'll slate. Right into it. What is it? A slate. A slate? A slate, you know, a slate, a slate is uh, what you do before you audition. So it's like, hey, my name is Nick Marino, and I'll be doing a piece from a cowboy song, late, a cowboy song. Um, yeah, that's how you slate. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's slate away. Okay. Uh, so this piece is called late, is from a play called Late, a Cowboy Song by Sarah Rule. museum is this painting of just the colors red and white. You look at it and you just want to cry your eyes out. You don't know why. I look at it all day. Sometimes I stay late just to look at it. Today was its last day and then it goes far away. I had to touch it. The paint is so thick, an inch thick or more. I wasn't going to hurt it. I waited for a holiday. I turned off the alarm. And then I touched it. But there was another alarm I didn't know about. It kept ringing and people came running. But you know what? It was worth it to touch the paint. Thank you. Hey, I could see that. That was cool. It was an inch thick. You went over there. I was like on the spot. 
<laughs> no preparation. Um, so what is the process for you? We're going to go right into memorizing lines because I know that this is a huge part of it. Um, I know that you're talking about earlier, you know, the, the, the environment is, is a huge part of it as well, obviously, you know, interacting with the other actors, but you could, you could only get to that level if you do the prerequisite of memorizing your lines. So what goes into it for you, like to actually sit down, go, you know, read through all the lines and have them stored in your brain so you can get up there and just let it flow. And then so that it also doesn't sound like you're reading it off of a script or off of, you know, sheets. Um, what is that process like for you? Um, okay. Well, my process is fucking crazy. <laughs> And I'm saying I've seen right some now. of it. <laughs> I'm saying it right now because it is it is fucking crazy. Um, so I'll just tell you because <laughs> you want to know. <laughs> I don't normally like to talk about my process mainly just because like I don't think like personally uh, this is something I learned from the program I did and it's like the actor's process is sacred process and it's mm. every actor has their own process and. They, if, if they're, if, you know, they're doing something, you should never know why they did it. That's part of the acting. And it's like, for example, there's a, there's a, there's like a little, little, uh, a little, um, what I guess you could call it like a story. It's like, uh, this one, I, I, I don't remember her a name, the name of the person, but great, great actress, phenomenal actress, gives a performance, blows everyone away. It's like stellar. After the performance, audience comes, how did you do it? What did you do that one moment? And then she, her reply was, talent. Oof. Oof. Um, Oof. Give me chills. <laughs> and um, so the actors, I think the actors process is sacred. Um, and they should only share it if, like, they want to share it. Uh, it, it. It's like what they, do, what they did to get there. You don't need to know that because sometimes it could be really, really like personal. I mean, yeah, this process, it's, it's a unique process for you. And if you want to share it, cool. If not, I completely understand. So it's up to you if you want to share your process. Yeah, no, I'll share it. Um, I'll share it because it's not like, it's not too, it's just, a, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so here's what I do. Um, so what I do is when I first get a script, I, um, First thing I'll do is I'll read it, um, and I'll read it in a relaxed, quiet space. I won't try acting any of it. I won't try any. If and if I read it and I get any ideas, I just immediately let it go. I don't. I don't want to. The 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 very early stages of any work, I don't want to influence anything. I want to just start very fresh, um, memorizing by rote. So when I read the play or whatever, the script, um, I just kind of re read it in a like relaxed place by myself, somewhere, quiet. Um, after I read it, then the next thing I do is I will physically write down um, the entire script. Wow. Um, and this is something that I'm tweaking with my every time I do it. And something that I'm learning that works better for me is instead of writing the entire script, what I'll do is I'll write out maybe the the scenes that I'm in and maybe like the scene before. Um, okay. 
but this is something I'm still kind of discovering because when I when I learned this process, they told they I was taught that you should write the entire script, and I'm it's it's something I'm like trying to understand why that yeah. the significance of that I don't really know what it is. I know you never questioned it when they first taught it to you because you're like, oh, this is part of acting. I guess I have to do it, right? Well, no, no, no. You question it. You're like, okay. you, like, you, ask it. like you, you want to ask a question. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to know what, why. I guess I'm good at this. I guess I'm right. <laughs> I guess I'm right. This whole script. Um, uh, no, no, no. Like, so when, you're write, when you write down when you write down the script, what it does is it, it puts it in, in, first of all, it puts it in your own handwriting and that it immediately makes it more personable. Um, and when it comes to uh, memorizing, um, for me, and and this is something that they taught us as well, is that when it's when it's personable and it's in your own handwriting, it like makes it easier to memorize. It clicks more, I guess. I don't know if you've ever tried this with your own memorization techniques. No. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, kind of. We have an event. We you, have an event. You, Correct me yeah. if, you, if I'm, you know, if I'm, if I'm saying yeah. something correctly. No, I was just being a punk right there. Uh, <laughs> no, I, we have, we have an event. Uh, it's called well, poem event, memorizing poem event. It's not a fancy name. Uh, <laughs> so there's an event at the USA competition where we have to sit down and memorize a brand new po poem. It's never been published before. So it's as if I guess I'm getting like uh, some lines for me to memorize, right? Uh, we have to memorize it word by word, punctuation, capitalization, all that. Um, so the process for me is, yeah, to memorize it using the technique, placing the images along a route. Um, but then for me to like really cement it in, I do write it out. I turn that sheet over, I get a scratch, a piece of scratch paper, and then I write it down just to make sure I have all those words in. Because sometimes I'll be missing a filler word like a the or, you know, maybe even a big word. I've changed it completely to something else. Uh, maybe I saw a ball up in, you know, in, in my image location, but then I wrote down like tennis ball, and then on the script it said just ball instead of tennis ball, I don't know, something like that. Um, so, so yeah, I do write it, the, for me, for that event, it is like writing it down. For other events, it's just using, you know, uh, the system, the memorization system. So, yeah, um, yeah I guess it, it does help out. I use it too. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, so that's what I do. I, I write it, and then um, after I write it, then what I'll do is I'll begin memorizing, mm -hmm. however, the way I memorize is um, I'll memorize by rote. So what that means is like, oh, and I forgot to mention, when I write it down, when I write down the script, um, I write the script, but I remove all stage directions, all capitalization, all punctuation marks, all grant, everything out of there. Is, the, only thing that's, the only thing that I write down is the words in lowercase. Okay. So it basically is just one word after the other with no periods or anything or anything like that. Um, and then what I'll do is I'll memorize the, the, the words syllable by syllable um, in kind of like a relaxed uh, one tone of voice manner. And I'll say it on like one breath. And that's how I'll do the, the line. That's how I'll memorize it. Um, and basically like, that's the that's that's one part, and I'll go over the line a couple times. So um, this is also something that I'm learning more and more is like how to memorize and what works for me. Yeah. Um, so I'll do I'll read the like let's say I have a monologue I'll read the monologue in that kind of 
in that kind of monotone fashion, uh, syllable by syllable. Um, and then afterwards, like I'll do it like maybe I'll read it over like maybe three or four times and then I'll look up and I'll try saying it based off that. Um, and whatever kind of doesn't stick, um, I like look back first of all, I try to like figure out what it is, all that stuff. Then I will wait maybe like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I'll just like chill, do something else. I'll come back and I'll, I'll just test myself and see how, what I know. And anything that didn't stick, like let's say there was, I knew, I knew one sentence and then I'm trying to figure out the one word that connects this one to the next sentence or whatever. Yeah. So I'll look back and I'll be like, all right, let me use Luis Angel's hey. memorization <laughs> technique and I'll create an image. So let's say it's like the word and, I'll think of ants. And let's say the word is like nay. So I'll think of a stack being covered in ants. And then that's the image I think of when I'm saying the thing. And then that's what helps connect it. Yeah. Um, so I'll do that. And then once I get all my lines memorized, afterwards what I'll do is I'll ingrain them using a ball. Hmm. Um, basically at the event, um, he gave us all this, like, we, we all got like, like a ball. It's like tennis ball or a, a football or anything and what you do is with your partner you play catch with your partner and as you're playing catch you say the lines as fast as you can with no pauses and you're not like you're not adding any inflection so you're just saying the words you're just spitting out the words wow. in, a, in that in that same kind of tone of voice like and there should be no pauses and if there is and if at any moment there's hesitancy you start from the very top of the wow. scene so you just keep doing it over and over and over again. And that, like, literally, that's that part is in, it's, it ingrains the lines. Yeah. Um, and it's like, what, it, what it's meant to do is, in a performance, oftentimes, like, you'll have actors say, like, I know the lines, and then they go up and they do it, and then they mess up, and they're like, no, 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 I know it, I know it, I know it. It's like, you don't know it. Right. Um, and what happens is we, we, sat, like, we sabotage ourselves um, in a scene, for example, something emotional just happened and it's like all of a sudden you just blank out and you're just like, I don't know what my lines are or whatever. Like that happens. Like you're just going to you're just going to do your scene and then something emotional happens or whatever and then you just totally forgot the lines. With this ball exercise, it basically gets the words in there so much that you you they just come out like naturally. Like I did the ball exercise for one of my monologues. It took me like an hour and a half to get through that whole thing. I just kept messing up. Yeah. And then the next day after I slept or whatever, and like I went back to that monologue and I was like, I hadn't done it in a while. And I was like, I was kind of nervous. I was like, I don't even know if I'll like remember, but I'll just try it. And I, I practiced the ball and I, I was able to do the entire monologue. And as I was saying the lines, I was surprising myself. I was like, how the hell? I'm like, I'm not even thinking about the words. Yeah. They're just coming out. Like it's almost like muscle memory. It's just, it's just coming out. Right. So that's what that's what I do. That's like the final step I do is uh, after I memorize all my lines, then I get a ball and then I just I throw a ball against the, a wall and I just like say the lines. Like one of the things that I do in when we memorize or when I practice memorization. Uh, so I had a competition in Australia and it's a huge international memory competition. And I I could have gotten a hotel room, you know, all by myself just to chill. Right. Uh, one, I, you know, that was going to cost more money, so um, I didn't go that route. 
because of that too. Uh, so I went with the hostel. Have you ever heard of a hostel? Yeah, of course. Yes. So it's like a bunch of people, essentially like a huge dorm room. Um, yeah. I got one. I got the cheapest one there. I think it was like less than $10 a night. Um, the cheapest one there. There were 16 people in that room. I had my own little bunk bed. Oh my goodness. 16? <laughs> 16 people. Uh, so it was. A, I went a week before the competition. So that entire week, I and then I could have easily gone to another room again, gone to another room, paid some more money. Um, but I was like, you know what? I want to force myself to do this, to practice here in this environment with all these people making all this noise. Um, and then I would go out to the actually the main room where everybody from the entire hostel was there making breakfast and, and watching TV. And I would go there with my headphones and I would memorize right there in front of them. So I can, obviously I, I can still hear things through the headphones. But you know I did that to force myself to go through the process without thinking about it too much and without letting all these external things affect the actual memorization process. And I, I ended up actually doing pretty well in that competition. It was my best performance uh, to date up to that point and again a few gold medals. But yeah, like that process of, of being in that environment where um, you know you force yourself to go through it. The first few times that I, I did it, I actually, it affected me. I was like, man, it's too loud. It's too this. You know, these people are over here playing ping pong in front of me. All these external things are affecting me. But after a while, you kind of block that out and you just go through the process. And then this, the actual act of memorization for me at that point was second nature, right? I wasn't really consciously thinking about it as much. I'm pretty sure that was like, it's very similar to you when you do the ball thing. Um, yeah. That external thing at first, it might get in the way of you saying the lines, but after a while, you just get into the flow and then it just becomes a part of you. Um, so that's a huge tip for everyone, man. You know, anyone trying anything, whether it's acting or something else, um, try, try to incorporate something else to whatever you're trying to master and see if you can do that um, and, and see how it's going to you know, help you out in, in that to, to really become a master at that skill. Yeah. Um, so that's a cool tip, man. I like that. I like that. I'm gonna uh, next time. I'm gonna just like go to like a construction site. Surprising <laughs> my life. <laughs> Yesterday I was at the mall, um, and I saw these girls in the parking lot, and they're just dancing. Like they're practicing their dance moves. I think they're like part of a high school or something. I don't know. But they're practicing their dance moves in the parking lot of a mall, um, and that's talk about pressure. You have all these cars and people yeah. watching you and. There's people like recording them on the sides. These old ladies like recording the kids. It was funny, um, but you know that's you don't think about stuff like that. But it, it will affect you come game day because if if you practice, I have friends. I'm not gonna call anybody out, but I have friends that they're the best. They break so many records when they're in their home, when they're in their room, enclosed environment, no noise, nothing around them. Right? They break records. You know they're they're talking about how they're memorizing all these amazing things and and doing all these crazy you know numbers and then come competition it, they're not the same it's totally different environment you got people around you got people walking people making noises coughing you know tummy tummies rumbling you know all these different external circumstances huh. that they don't prepare for and then come game day they choke so um this kind of i guess this this thing adding this extra element helps you to not choke <laughs> or maybe yeah. not not have it exactly. come up as recovery. yeah it's like it's kind of like choking it's like it's almost exactly like that it's like we like that, you 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 hit the nail on the head again. <laughs> you hit the nail again. Um, uh, basically, like choking, like yeah, like you're in the scene and then you just like you just totally forget. It just happens. Yeah. But doing stuff like that, 
playing with a ball or working lines like outside or doing the dishes, going for a run while you're going over the lines. Like it helps you like learn the lines while you're doing something, um, which then just gets your whole body involved. And then you, you're basically like a master at it because you've done it so many times. Yeah. So we know your process. Can you do just one more monologue? Blah, blah, blah. We know <laughs> oh, acting. Woo! With your whole life joke. <laughs> what up, man? What up, Chill. Chill. <laughs> what the hell? Why are you laughing? When your whole life's just a sense of humor. <laughs> So, wait, act serious for a second. <laughs> act, come on. <laughs> you know what I do when I need to get serious? Um, you have a bowl of cereal. Yeah, yes, exactly. Actually. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. Uh, so, my acting skills, I learned from NLP. It's all about you know uh, linking certain emotions to something that happened in the past. For me, it's, I look at this, oh, I have a hard time, or I used to have a hard time with, like, having a serious face, like a poker face. I could laugh at anything for any reason at any given point in time. You know that more than anybody. <laughs> um, sometimes we'll laugh at the most random things for nothing. But uh, <laughs> I was in NLP, and we had a, a process of, like, looking at someone else and, like, having them guess what emotions or what we were thinking about, I guess, um, without showing that on her face and for me the entire time I was just like laughing smiling um, but they taught us this one thing where think back to a time where you were kind of it sounds bad but think about a time when you were like depressed or when you felt anger towards somebody um, and for me it was like this guy that I just didn't like at work I used to work at DirecTV and this guy I just I never liked him he was always a punk to me and everybody else and so I, I like, even now, whenever I need to have a serious face, I need to, like, let go of my laughter and my joy. I just think of him, and then all my energy just, like, drinks, like, right now. <laughs> so, that's a tip for... I don't know if you use a similar technique, but uh, that's what I do. Yeah, I think about um, everyone I love dying. And then, Are you really? No. no. <laughs> I mean... And, well, it wasn't Suicide Squad. I don't know the uh, the director's name, but... To elicit certain emotions, he would first he interviewed everybody like Will Smith and Margot Robbie and everybody else that was there, and he just started talking about childhood things and he he just interviewed them about their life, right? And it wasn't until they were actually up on stage and he wanted to elicit certain emotions from them that he would bring up these like these childhood things like these deep and dark things, and they would be like, "You son of a bitch," <laughs> right? And they would just go into and showcase those emotions. Um, have they? told you to do certain things like that and uh, um, I that mean thing? it's yeah I guess it's like uh, it's like um, your preparation for how you get to um, like where the character is mm -hmm. or like like emotionally where you have to be in this in the scene um, it's not like you have to play anger you never play you never play emotions okay because when you play an emotion, then you're acting, and then it takes everybody out of it. Because it's like, be angry. Oh, I'm, angry. <laughs> I'm sad. Ah. 
<laughs> instead of doing that, you do something that will bring that. So it's like, there's lots of different things. Like you can think of it a past memory. Um, you can create something um, like uh, the, the, the thing I like is like imagination, and um, that's what that's what is 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 probably the most powerful thing is when you create something that's just uh, that's what that's what Meisner is all about. And it's uh, it's like creating something truthful out of imaginary circumstances, hmm. and you take something you take one element of truth, and then you you create imaginary circumstances around that. So an element of truth would be someone you care about, for example. Yeah. So my mom, you take mom and then you create, construct an imaginary setup and you set it in an extreme circumstance, something that just happened or you just found out. I just found out that, God forbid, my mom has this terminal illness yeah. and she only has three days to live. Mm -hmm. So I have to say this, it's like, it's like that. Okay. So that's like one what one way of working. There's lots of ways though. But it the key is like you have your own way that you create to get to a certain place. To that feeling, yeah. All right. So that I, I I don't know why. Well, I know why I brought it up because I can stop laughing. <laughs> um, all right. So now transitioning over, we'll do one more monologue if it's okay with you. Uh, do one more <laughs> monologue now that we know your process. <laughs> uh, we'll do one more and then uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up with a few positive cool things so if you're ready hey how's it going my name's Nick uh, I'm going to be doing a piece from Two Gentlemen of Verona and um, this is Proteus To leave my Julia shall I be forsworn. To love fair Sylvia shall I be forsworn. To wrong my friend I shall be much forsworn. And even that power which gave me first my oath provokes me to this threefold perjury. Love bade me swear and love bids me forswear. Oh, sweet suggesting love, if thou hast sinned, teach me thy tempted subject to excuse it. At first I did worship a twinkling star, but now I worship a celestial sun. Unheedful vows may heedfully be broken, and he that wants wit, that wants resolved will, to learn his wit to exchange the bad for better. Julia I lose, and Valentine I lose. If I keep them, I needs must lose myself. If I lose them, thus find I by their loss. For Julia, Sylvia. For Valentine, myself. Thank you. Hey, hey. bravo. 
There you go, folks. That was a cool little monologue. That was from Shakespeare, right? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, so, and Shakespeare, is that your favorite type of... I love Shakespeare. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I'm learning, learning Shakespeare. I'm very new with Shakespeare, um, uh, but I really like it. <laughs> Didn't you... Uh, <laughs> you recently became a meme. I just remember this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, I'll probably show the picture, like, right here. <laughs> <laughs> that was get, pretty, the one, get, the the, get the one with Ty Lopez snap. Yeah, that was, that was actually pretty. It was like a Shakespeare book, right? Um, or you yeah, reading something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I have it back there. Um, but yeah, they they made a meme about me, which is really funny. Was it was funny. just like I had a pic, an Instagram picture, and then someone found it, and then they made a thread on Reddit, and they just started like, <laughs> roasting. <laughs> So many people just started, ro random people just started roasting me. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a minute because, <laughs> listen, we all get haters. I get people talking stuff about me and other things like in the comments. And um, has that, I'm sure that you've had people say things, talking, you know, going back to say the culture and, and being around other actors and people saying, hey, man, you should do this way or that way or whatever the case might be. Give me suggestions. Has that ever affected you in the past? Uh, where you're like, man, you know, this person doesn't like me. I want everybody to like me. And then, you know, if it has, how has that shifted to where now you like laugh about getting roasted online, uh, where the whole world is like talking smack about you? Um, yeah, it has happened actually. Yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah yeah oh I I that did happen. That um I don't know how to wait. What like what do you want to talk? Uh, yeah, like how. What was it about it in the past that like kind of got you down, or maybe if it did get you down, how did it affect you before, where you had other people talking smack about you, or even trying to help you out, but you know maybe in a negative way? Like how how was that Nick taking you know criticism, and then how is Nick now taking criticism from other people? Um, okay, so I think back then my mindset was definitely uh, different. I um. I came in with this, it was first of all my fault, I take 100% responsibility for that. I, um, in the past, I, 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 how do I say, I, I knew, like, I, I acted like I knew a lot, hmm. and I came in with all this personal development, and like Tony Robbins and stuff, and I, um, I just like, would share what I know with people. And when I was trying to, when we were learning things, I would spend a lot of time like not playing the student role. Um, I was kind of like, it wasn't like, people would say that I was like, um, I acted very cocky and whatnot. And people would make up all these like rumors about me saying that I'm like, I, I got stuff like I'm an elitist and I'm a cocky guy and I don't care about the work and stuff. And I could see why they would think that because I was coming late to class a lot. Um, and I would, anytime the teacher would say something, like I would always like interject or say something else or ask a question that didn't really have like an answer. I don't even know. Like I would just like, I, there was even one point where I would teach the class. Like I'd be like, yo, I, I know something really cool that I want to share with everybody that would help with the exercise that we're doing. Yeah. So I would do stuff like that. Um, so, Basically, now I am kind of 
So yeah, like I, 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 there was a point where people were talking behind my back. I knew that was happening. It was, I was affected by it, but I think that that was all there for a reason. I mm. like, I took so much from it. Um, I, instead of just, instead of just dropping or leaving or whatever, whatever, any other thing I stayed and I kept coming back to the work. Yeah. Um, and I, I found my own kind of way of doing it. And I, I realized like, especially after doing the thing at or in Oregon, yeah. the my training, it helped me realize, it helped me like take this work more like seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and learning how to just be yourself doesn't matter what anybody else says. And I think now I'm at a point where I am fully being myself without caring at all what people think about me. Like I, I don't even care. <laughs> what you think about me is none of my business. I don't need to know that. Yeah. That's the that's the motto I like to live by. Um, I just keep doing me, and that's it. It's all that matters. Um, so, the way I got there was just from just constantly like learning, getting hurt, experiencing things, uh, learning how to not take things personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something I recently learned from Omid Kazervan, my best friend. He taught Shout me out. that. Shout out to your boy. Uh, <laughs> Number one bestseller, always be closing. Uh, always. Um, he, uh, he taught me, like, never to take things, don't take things too personal. And, like, basically, just laugh at everything. Like, like, just laugh at everything. <laughs> like, really. <laughs> like, you should never take anything personal. Yeah. Um, and... The more you do that and the more you practice that, the better you get at it. Um, and yeah, like right yeah, that, that's how I feel. I'm at a, I'm at a point where I'm just, I don't really, doesn't nothing really affects me. I come in, I do this, I do my job or whatever. I put in the work um, and I, I still, I'm friendly, I'm nice, I'm charismatic. I, I'm giving love, I'm, I'm just giving my whole self, but I'm not, if somebody looks at me weird, I don't even think about it. Like they looked at me weird. Could be a million reasons why. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Cool, man. So now just kind of brush it off. Whereas maybe before, if that person might have looked at you weird, you're like, oh, I wonder why. Like, do they hate me? Like, what? Yeah. Do I smell bad? Like, you know, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh. But now it's like, all right, whatever. Maybe they're that's just how the way they look. You know, bitch <laughs> face. That's what they used to call it. And they do. Um. Cool, man. So let's transition over. It's uh. It's been a cool talk, man. We can keep talking for hours on end. Um, and I want to just talk about, you know, future goals, things that you want to do moving forward. <laughs> we were in Hollywood, and I think you bought that trophy if you want to show it right now. Um, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. What is this, like an Oscar or something like that? World's Greatest Artist. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> the homie. So a little I, bit of dust. <laughs> <laughs> collecting the dust but uh we're walking on the you know walk of fame we're seeing all the stars like did that inspire you i'm sure it did but like you know did it inspire you how did it inspire you and what are like some of your future goals like in this field do you want to be movie star you know just do tv uh, shows or uh just do theater performances like what are your future goals and endeavors with this career choice that you're making i have very big goals um and I want to work towards them in a humble way, and I, uh, I, I don't, 
typically like to share too much about it just because um, I'm very passionate about what I do and I, I, I have all my goals like listed up here mm-hmm. on my wall um, and even in my wallet I have a goal there of what I want to do. Yeah. Um, I could give like some examples. Yeah. Of, I mean like I, I 100% want to be in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I love theater. I know that I want to keep doing theater. Um, and the, the goal though is to be in a, be in movies and, and work as an actor in movies. Um, I love the idea of like, like collaborating with other people that are my age that are also climbing this in the same industry. Yeah. I, like that's something I really look into. Like I really want to be a part of a group of people my age that are just like killing it and they're all in acting involved in acting and we're all like getting booked different tv shows and we get to work together and stuff and i I, like i love the idea of just like um making relationships with people that are also climbing and doing that um and i i know i want to i'm in school right now Mm -hmm. and um for right now like my my main plan is just to get on camera acting experience um auditioning for student films, auditioning for shorts, uh, any, any, any kind of film things that go on or anything that goes on in this area and just try to get as much experience as possible. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. I'm not like thinking, I'm not thinking ahead in the future, like where I'm going to be or where I'm going to go. I, I kind of have my own belief system that the how will come as you go along. Right. Um, the more you do it, the more it becomes clear to you and then the resources will come as you go along. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know that that's my end goal is movies. I want to be an A-list actor. I want to, I want to be in, um, TV shows, uh, huge, with a huge reach, uh, with that reaches a lot of people. Um, and like, you know, just, kill it as doing what I love, which is acting and be, being a part of stories and creating characters and, uh, do telling that. And like, it's just, that's my, that's where my passion comes from. Yeah. I love it. I like, I get energy. I get like, not, it's like, I don't get like goosebumps, but I get like, like I'll get goosebumps sometimes, but yeah. like, I'll get just like this feeling like after I work on a, on a short or something, or if I do a rehearsal, when I come home, I'm just like, I'm energized. I'm ready to just, I'm, I'm wide awake. Yeah. So it's like physically it makes me feel energized, which is awesome. Um, it's funny. We're, <laughs> uh, we have this joke uh, between the squad where <laughs> when we talk about things that we want to do, like, you know, do business endeavors or do this, you know, career oh, choices. <laughs> and I'm always like, you should write a book, you know, go write a book on that. We we're talking, you and I were talking. <laughs> Like, man, you know, I need to do this. I want to do that. You know, focus on acting. I'm like, dude, you should just write a book. <laughs> I'm not going to write a book. <laughs> but actually, I, but then I switched it. I was uh, from like nonfiction to fiction where you can write because you, you opened up this session talking about how you want to do acting or you, yeah, you continue to want to do acting because you want to be a storyteller and you tell the story up on stage, right? On stages or on the screens. Um, but that's another, you know, it's another format, man. Uh, I don't know if you're still probably thinking about that maybe down the road, you know, write a book, uh, create some random story, Shakespearean story or 
um, I don't know, science fiction story. <laughs> science fiction, come on, be my co-author. <laughs> Great idea. Um, there it is. I'll think about it. I, I might write a book. I, I mean, I, I've always liked the idea of writing because I, um, actually, that's not true. I'm lying. I, <laughs> I, 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 I like, I can write. Yeah. And my friends have complimented me and told me like, oh man, you're amazing. You're so good at writing all this stuff. But like, I don't like doing it mainly because it's just like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just very lazy when it comes to it. It's, it's just not something I'm very passionate about. Yeah. Um, but I can write if I want to. I can write something. Um, I do have a lot of ideas for stories. I just don't know if I'd want to even, if I want to write those down or if I would want like to film those instead. I'd rather, I think I'd rather film them. Yeah. and act and that that would be like a cooler thing to do well there it uh, is man write a script <laughs> and then act it out boom maybe in the future um, right now my main focus is is acting acting yeah so now uh who are some of the people that you look up to or you inspire aspire to maybe not be like but maybe take a few of the things that they've done in their life and their career uh, field of acting and uh you know what are yeah some people that you can relate to that's out there right now making it happen or maybe some actors from the past that you're like man they're they're pretty cool i really admire them yes uh i love um i like a lot of like a, a broad like a very like high like what do you say um i have a very like a broad range of broad range of actors yeah. that I like. Yeah. Um, I really like I really like Christian Bale. I love uh, Matt Damon. I love uh, Matthew McConaughey is really awesome. Um, from where he his, his, his more focused on his growth and mm-hmm. how he's like he used to be like a really silly actor or whatever, and now he's like doing all these serious films, and I really like I admire that. Um, and I love. I love Ian McKellen. I love uh, Patrick Stewart. Um, those guys are like those guys are like gods of acting. In my opinion. Um, they've been around a long time. They they can do Shakespeare. They could do anything. Like they're masters. Uh, and I love um, yeah. Like those are like I, like there's lots of actors that I look up to when I like that I watch and stuff. Um, I guess I, I kind of want to find like t- kind of a goal that I have is I want to find a mentor uh, for myself, someone that's kind of like that I can kind of connect with mm-hmm. that isn't like super far up there, yeah. like Steven Spielberg. Like, oh, like I'm looking for somebody that's kind of like climbing also and I can learn from. Um, and I haven't really found somebody like that yet, but I want to find that's 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 one goal that I have is like to find a mentor eventually yeah. like like when I was in Oregon like my uh, the, the guy who taught us is Larry Silverberg he's awesome like I consider him a mentor but um, I only learned from him for like during that time right I want to find somebody that's like I can work with for like two years or something yeah. go go search for a man come to Hollywood there's a lot of those types of people out here come to La Puente I'm like 20 minutes from Hollywood <laughs> Uh, so, um, what are some of your favorite movies that you like watching or maybe from, you know, childhood? What are, what are the top three favorite movies for you? Top three favorite movies. Yes, right, my, top three. Uh, my first one is Lost in Translation with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. 
It's directed by the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, the guy who made The Godfather, his daughter, Sophia Coppola. I think that's her name. So Lost in Translation, that's like one of my favorite ones. Um, I also love... Um, I love me some Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko is really cool. It's like a psychological film. Um, I like movies that are um, like I don't really know what I like. <laughs> I don't even know what I like. Like movies. Um, sci-fi films are awesome. I love Interstellar. Um, like. I like movies. that. Yes, I like uh, Whiplash. Whiplash is awesome. Um, I'm I'm naming a lot of recent films. Yeah. Um, but well, I do like I like. Here's a good one. Then, um, here's a good one. I don't know if you thought about this before, but so if you could choose any of those movies or just any movie in general that you've seen, and you were offered the role for any character in any one of those movies. Which movie would it be, and what role would you um, like to have played in one of those movies? I'm sure I've thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, see if I can remember anything. See if I can use my my memory. Memory skills. Um, hmm. What movie? What role? Like, man, I could play this better than this guy. <laughs> I just played. Man, uh, you're putting me on the spot. I, I like. I guess off the top of my head, I would love to play Jake Gyllenhaal in um, Prisoners. Hmm. I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. All right. That's a cool. It's a cool. He plays like a cop, and he like. You don't know what that? Do you know what that film's about? No. It's like uh, Hugh Jackman's in it. And like his his daughter, I think gets abducted, and they're trying to find out. And other abductions are happening, and they're trying to find out why this is happening. And it's like really intense. <laughs> okay. And, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's like the main. He's the cop, and he's like he's getting in there, and he's he's trying to solve the mystery and stuff, and he's he's leading the investigation and whatnot. And, like he's just a badass. <laughs> so why would you like to play that role though? So other than him being a badass, the cop. And well, what about that role? Like, entices you to want to do it? I mean, that, that's kind of the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Like, <laughs> I want to put a cop. <laughs> All right. I like the idea of him being like the, the like mystery, like bad. He's a cool guy, but he's kind of like, just like, he has like a weird haircut. And like, he's just like. It's like a badass. Like I, I love that would be so dope to play a badass character. Yeah. Like a character that, like, like. What's yeah? Like yeah. I, I like playing playing a role that just like, where the character is like, um, just a really cool character. Yeah. Like, and you get to do stuff like that. It's really awesome when you get cast as a character that you really want to like play yeah. and you just read it and you're just like dude this guy's this guy's like a hero he's so awesome um and like for me it's uh, yeah it's like yeah he, like that guy is like really cool and I, the, uh, the movie is awesome um 
that's just like off the top of my head, man. <laughs> cool. All right. So, hey, man, thanks so much for, for jumping on this uh, call with me. And I'm sure you gave a lot of people a lot of valuable insights into this world of acting. Um, more than likely inspired several people out there to go out there and do this. If not, if they're not already or if they are, maybe you answer some of their questions. So, uh, if you guys have any questions for Nick, write them down below. I'll make sure to send them over to him. And if he wants to jump on, maybe do a follow-up. You know, uh, if you're up for that, man, uh, we'd definitely love to have him back. So thanks so much, Nick.